ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Untapped Podcast. My name is Jacob Gable. And my name is Jacob Words, guys. Welcome to Season 3, Episode Number 9. Yes, let's get right yes, to it. Yes, sir. Dude. Yes. So, guys, if this is your first time listening to the Untapped Podcast, first of all, thank you for choosing us and welcome. We are so happy to have you here. We actually have five main formats of our show. So first, and this is what we have today, we have Forging Fortitude episodes. Now in these, we cover the mental side of things, okay? We go over a lot of our anecdotal experiences with mentality and mindset. Um, Those are really the two main ones that we like to cover. Definitely. And we try to pass on advice to you guys that you can apply to your life. Next, we have Physical Vitality episodes, okay? So in these ones, we cover the other half of the idea of our brand, which is combining mental and physical health into one business and one brand. So in physical vitality episodes, we cover the physical side of things, okay? You have two certified personal trainers here. So in these ones, we cover the gym, diet, workouts, nutrition, outdoor workouts, things of that nature, a lot of fitness motivation. Yeah. Um, that'll actually more be in the Forging Fortitude episodes, but sometimes it just naturally comes out in the physical vitality yeah. episodes. Love when you talk about combining the two, dude. Love I, it. I love it. Love That's it. good stuff. So our third format, guys, is our breaking news format. That's a current event-based type of format. Um, it is where we talk about how history connects to current events. It might be what is going on in the world, current event type of stuff. might be literally breaking news for that day or that week or whatever it is or what's going on. And a lot of times it will be our opinions as well on these subjects and us calling out the BS going on in the world, so mm-hmm. to speak. Uh, our fourth format, guys, is our Knight's Table episode. Those are masculinity-based episodes. We talk about our journey and bring you along with the journey of becoming a strong male. Um, that includes being a strong father, strong husband, good friend, protector of society, provider for those around you, that type of stuff. All kinds of good things that come along with masculinity. It is not toxic. Our fifth format, ladies and gentlemen, is our guest format. That's what you, you can probably guess what that one is, but is where we sit down with somebody who is a fitness professional, entrepreneur, somebody that brings you value, however it goes, and we sit down and have a conversation with them, and it flows really well. Yeah. It's awesome. It we does. love we love doing those guest episodes. Um, and then our final thing to introduce is our producer and my brother, Mitchell Gable. Gentlemen, what's going on? What's going on, Money Mitch? That's me. It's good to see your beautiful face, man. You gotta love that. Right, thanks, dude. So I wanted to start this episode off actually with a really cool story. I uh, I purposely didn't tell you guys this yet. So I was at Deerberg's with um, my family, my grandma. Uh, I guess it was last weekend. And I go to the deli counter. We all kind of split because we had several things to get. Okay, And I go to the deli counter to get lunch meat. And there's this older woman behind the counter who I've seen a gazillion times. We've talked a few times. Maybe she remembers me. Maybe she doesn't. They see a ton of people every day, right? And uh, this was right... This was the Sunday before Memorial Day. And, you know, I'm just making conversation. I was the only one up there and said, oh, so I guess, you know, I assume you guys have tomorrow off. And she kind of gives me a look and a smile that indicated, no, they don't. I was like, hey, I really don't either. And she's like, well, what do you do? And I said, well, half of my job is coaching baseball. And so that's what I'm doing tomorrow. And uh, the other half, I'm a strength coach at, at a baseball facility. And she goes, oh, that's so great. And, you know, I was asking about how old the boys were that coach and, yeah. and whatnot. She then proceeds to tell me that she just got back into the gym and got a Planet Fitness membership. And I was like, hey, that's great. Like, I'm proud of you. This is an older woman again. And I was like, yeah. that's great. And she goes, yeah, I've actually lost 123 pounds in the past year and a half at 68 years old. <laughs> and I, I, I stopped. And I go, did you say 123? Yeah, she just got back and, into the gym. <laughs> and she goes, she goes, yeah, 123 in the last year and a half at 68 years old. And I, I, I'm getting goosebumps right now because I literally told her, I was like, that is amazing. 
I was like, that is amazing. Like, congratulations. Like, I am so proud of you. I literally said this to her. I was like, I am so, so proud of you. Like, that is unbelievable. For someone your age to be able to do something like that, like, that is awesome. And I was like, I've actually had a big uh, weight loss myself, um, but it's been a little bit longer and it hasn't been that much. But I, I, it was just like the coolest freaking story. Like, it was, a, it was awesome. It, uh, I got goosebumps in the store. I'm getting goosebumps right now just telling it again. And uh, 123 pounds at 68 years old. That is incredible. So I don't want to hear your excuses as to why you can't get into the gym. If, if you're a 30-year-old and you're talking to us about it. That's what it I'm saying. Why you can't, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah it, if, it can be done by anybody. Exactly. If that doesn't inspire the hell out of you, I don't know what it takes. But I, I don't know. I had to share that story. Like well, that, it was, that was pretty special. According to TikTok, she'd be considered fat phobic these days. So... Yeah, I guess I am too. Then yeah, scared of fat people. I don't know if I'm scared of them. Just want to help them. <laughs> I don't know, but isn't that pretty I, badass? I like that. No, it's that so, cool? so badass. Dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the fact that she's 68 like absolutely adds on top of it. But again, it just shows. I'm sure she just has three to five solid habits she follows and yeah. goes from there. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a complicated process. No, as we've talked about. Mm-hmm. And she's followed the plan and followed yeah. the followed the way it goes. It sounds like, and that's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. It was funny as I as I was leaving the counter, I was like, "I'll see you guys soon." She goes, "You'll be seeing less of me next time." I said, "That's exactly right." Oh man, yeah. that's good. Yeah. So that was that was really that's cool. So that was good. A, that was a cool way to end off Sunday or this past Sunday. Dude, great so, little way to start the episode here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it was phenomenal. awesome. Yeah, I purposely waited to tell you guys that so I could tell you here, but very nice, really dude. really cool story. Yeah, really really cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so let's hop into the episode, man. Yeah, let's do this thing. So, guys, what we're bringing you today, as we mentioned, is a Forging Fortitude episode. Um, the main things we want to touch on are, are the idea of the importance of real conversations with those around you and also the loneliness epidemic that is actually going on in the United States, especially right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of want to touch and dive into those two things. Um, you know, when it comes to real conversations, what first comes to my mind is the type of conversations our guys' nights have been, our men's nights have oh, been. Oh, definitely. That's yeah. that's yeah. what comes to mind on a big thing for us recently is we're actually diving into topics that have substance to them. Yeah. It's not something that is, you know, kind of like, oh, weather good today? Right. It's not that. No. It is not that. It is not. Now, do we talk sports? Yes, we do. But it is not 70% plus of our conversation. No. Like a lot of conversations right. tend to be these days. Right. It's the same. You and I, we'll talk about the Cardinals, but that'll be... 10% or less of the time. Oh, yeah. And, a lot of times. and it doesn't even have to be sports necessarily. But exactly. Just things that aren't necessarily bringing you immediate value. Yes. And immediate value and bringing you to a better place exactly. in life as well. Exactly. Yeah. Because sports are there for entertainment and competition. Yes. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And that's, I don't want that to get translated that way to, to our listeners here. Um, but what you're saying here is we have an intent behind the majority yes. of the conversations that yeah. you and I have, um, or the three of us here in this room. Or what we're doing with our guys' nights. You know, there's yeah. intent behind what we um, want to cover with our topics for the podcast, for those guys' nights. When you and I are talking, whether that's business, content-related, podcast-related, yep. you know, merch or apparel-related, um, you know, there's intent behind it. And um, even when we go to places, you know, we finally got out to Omen Coffee Co. downtown St. Yep. Louis. And if you guys haven't been yet to go see uh, Mark, uh, guys, get down there to Omen Really, really cool vibe in there. One hundred percent. The coffee was fantastic, and I'm not even really a coffee drinker. Um, That's why that really, was what was cool is that you enjoyed it too. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, really good vibe down there, and Mark is just an amazing human being. But um, you know, we we were able to stand there with him for probably twenty, maybe even pushing thirty minutes. Yep. And we had a very, very intentful conversation with him on what we're trying to do in the future here, and just 
you know, different connections that we continue to make. You know, when we go to a big event that S2 or First Form hosts, mm-hmm. we have an intent. We sought out Ian Smith at the S2 barbecue, and we had right. a conversation. We told him about our business, and, and he was hyped up about it. You know, we talked about what was going on in the world with him, and he obviously was hyped up about it. <laughs> you know, that's how he's made a name for himself. Yeah, yeah. So we have intent behind what we do when it comes to having conversations and meeting people, making connections, that kind of yeah. stuff. And guys, this isn't this isn't to say that Warts and I are just a hundred percent business. Oh, definitely 24/7. not. <laughs> yeah. If you if you saw us before the podcast, oh, you'd man. understand that it does take us kind of messing around a little bit to get that out of our system. Absolutely. So there, we're not saying that you can't have fun. That it needs to be no, some no, kind no. of like weird stoic conversation twenty four seven sitting here. Yeah, just like yeah, Andrew Very Tate, calm. Andrew Tate style with the yeah, with yeah, the hands yeah, right, there, like right. the the mudra or whatever it's <laughs> called. Yeah. yeah, that's that's not what we're saying, guys. And it's the same thing with the men's night. The men's night. Is is for us to also connect casually with with the guys too, definitely. Because if again, if we were just like all emotional, deep stuff the whole time, it would get really exhausting really quickly. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that, especially as as guys, I think we can we can relate to like breaking the ice with like humor and whatnot a lot for of the sure. times. So that's a for good sure. way to go or something about it. physical. Yeah, or something ex- like that. yeah. exactly. Right. And you know, and I'm glad you caveated the, that about sports because we can enjoy talking about our local teams here about Absolutely. sports and whatnot, but. I know plenty of people who are consumed totally by it. Yes. So that's the difference. There is there is a there is a separation of mm-hmm. it there. Yeah, like I I love keeping up with the Blues, the Cardinals, um, even the soccer team now. As you guys saw, I went to that game. But I I love keeping up with the scores that happen. But it doesn't consume my entire life. Yeah. Right. And that is where you have to be careful when it comes to like any type of sports. Anytime you talk about like video games. Anytime you talk about like let's say you're a comic book fan or something like that, and you're consumed by that. That's a weird specific example, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Even even little stuff like that. Maybe you read, you know, like fiction, fictional type books and you're mm-hmm. consumed by that. You know, we talk about reading a lot. It's more about just not getting consumed by the the quick pleasures and the quick dopamines in life mm-hmm. and focusing on the intentful and the substance substantive type conversations. Absolutely, because that'll that's what will lead to more fulfillment in your life too. Yeah. You know, we have found that because you know, some of this some of this plays into, and we've talked about this a bit too, but sometimes you have to wean people out of your life or cut people out of your life, things like that, that maybe don't, you know, if you're trying to go down a new path, like there's going to be certain people that are in your life right now that are not going to want to go down that same path. So you're going to have to wean them out. You're going to have to cut them out completely. If you truly want to go down that new path or go down the road of personal excellence or, um, you know, self-improvement. That was the other the other way to say that, basically. But there's going to be some people in your life that don't want to go down that, or they might make fun of you for that, or they might, you know, make little jabs at you for that. And if you truly want to, quote-unquote, level up or go down that path and really yep. better yourself, like, you might have to cut those people out. You know, yep. and that's a very hard thing to do. We've had to do it with just a few people because really, for the most part, like, we have a very supportive crew around us. And, like, honestly, the the three of us in the room – we don't like us three are chilling, you know, like we're good, yep. you know, as far as that goes, because yep. we have a very, there's a strong drive in this room here, strong relationships here in this room. And there's a, there's a willingness to do something different. hundred percent. And you know? the, the thing is too, we gravitate toward people who think like that as well. Yeah, exactly. At this point in time, it's, it's the point where I like, I just don't conversate with people who don't, speak like that yeah you know right, don't right. don't have a, like what, what what does everybody call it a higher frequency a lot of the times is, is a yeah or the thing. same frequency um, right, or you're right. on the same frequency or yeah. yeah that's a lot of the times a phrase you use like 
I definitely I feel like we gravitate towards the type of people that are on the same wavelength as we are. Definitely. And it just because our brains naturally connect with that. And like we start having a conversation with somebody who isn't. It's like it's very surface level. Uh, yeah. If at all. We, we and we keep it surface level. And we don't necessarily mean to like maybe kind of like, you know, throw away the conversation, but it might naturally just happen. Right. Because that's we want to go the direction of growing. Yeah, exactly. Like that'd be the same thing if we were like um like ask Mark like Dude, remember that one time you did this at first form or something like that or whatever? Right. Like that, that'd be weird. Yeah, like, you, you don't need to worry about the past and that type of stuff. Right. But that, a conversation—that's right. actually a good conversation. But not focusing on the past is actually key too. Dude, remember this one time we were hammered at oh, the, yeah. at, at the the bar next to us, the nearest bar next. To right. Us? Come on. I, yeah, right. I, it's fine to think about the past, I, but you don't need to live in it. Yeah, it's like it. Don't that's get me wrong. Like, some of those stories can be funny. Sure, but he's not. And, and guys, yeah. I don't want this to get confused. He's not saying to throw away memories or anything like that, <laughs> because like that would be ridiculous. Right, but right, right. If you are just doing the same thing over and over and over every single week or weekend, and or are living in the past, that's all you're gonna do until the day you die. Yeah, that's all you're gonna do. And we all know the type. We all know the type. You know, we used to be around a lot of those types of people. Yeah. You know, and then we kind of woke up and we're like, hey, we're around these people a lot. We see them at the same places. Like, we need to stop going to these places. We need to stop seeing these people if we really want to go down the path that we want to go. Right. You know, and sometimes it's very easy to do that because it's like, oh, yeah, like, that's just a sloppy group of people, you know, or like right. they don't align with my values yeah. or my morals or their actions are just not what I want to be doing on a daily basis or a weekly basis, you know. So sometimes you have to have those either tough conversations with people and be like, hey, listen, man, like, I love you. You've been in my life for a long, long time, but I'm trying to do something a little bit differently. I would love for you to join me. If you don't want to, like, I probably just, I'm not going to have the time for you. Yeah. You know, and you just have to say what you got to say. Or if you don't want, if you want to try and avoid that conversation, you just stop going to stuff. You don't answer. You just don't go. You tell them no. You make up something, say you're busy. You know, like, yep. just stop going. That's usually the classic. It's and, just tell them you got something going on. Yeah, yeah. and then eventually they're going to get the message. Yeah. You know? I feel like there's a progression with it, too. Because when I when I first started it with fitness, I noticed the little backhanded cop, like, not, oh, back for sure. not backhanded compliments, the backhanded comments. comments. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. I was going to say with that. Um, but fitness, it kind of started, you know, and I, I was definitely, I guess I saw, like, a longer progression because um because of the fact that it was like it was just fitness for three years mm -hmm. then after that it was the fitness and business right progression and i'm sure as we continue to grow there's a continual progression as we yeah. continue to level up with untapped and whatnot and right. separate fully with untapped right and all that stuff that of course would be a different progression but the two progressions i've seen so far are fitness by itself and there was backhanded like i said Little like little jabs here and there, like right. you mentioned. Oh, you got to go work out, don't um, you? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, and, I do. You know, <laughs> and that that doesn't necessarily. A lot of times, just the fitness aspect, in my experience, didn't exactly like lose me the friends around me, or mm. I it, it didn't like ruin the friendships around me. It just like activated these these co these comments and whatnot. Yeah, right. And then it got to the point where Warts and I started doing Untapped and whatnot. At the time, it was extrication, of course, um, and we started working on that that changed everything mm. that's like you put you put yourself when you start working on growing a business or doing something way out of the norm of mm. you know maybe a regular job and whatnot and again we said there's something wrong with that but when you do something different like attempt to literally from scratch build your own business yeah it does 
separate even more than fitness already does. Because fitness already is a little bit of a separating factor, but then you add the business on top of it and it separates you up to here. Right. And it's very hard to have conversations that are, you know, anywhere near important with people who don't understand what you're doing or don't or don't even like attempt to understand what you're doing. Yeah. Because there can be people that have a normal job again who support the personal growth. Absolutely. Path. Oh yeah. That can be a thing. Being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Exa- yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But again, a lot of entrepreneurs tend to not be entrepreneurs. They tend to just be kind of you know, there every just day. There. A robot almost. Like, yeah. Basically. Yeah. Right, exactly. Right. Like a cubicle robot or whatever. Yeah. Well, and another one too that at least I've gotten, I'm sure you have too, is when when I first started really diving into fitness content and posting that and really like starting to do that consistently. Even Merry Mondays would be a good example. Like you get those comments at the beginning, like, oh, you're trying to be a fitness influencer. Well, dude, like I'm trying to inspire people. I'm trying to help people change their lives because I've changed my life and I continue to change my life. And I want to help inspire other people to do that. And if you knew the connections I've made through doing content and through Instagram and just social media in general, like it would blow your mind. Yep. It would blow your mind. And if you started doing it, guess what? You would, it would also level up too. because of it too. Exactly. Exactly. And you'd be able to help others level up because of that. Exactly. And so, guys, you might be thinking to yourselves right now, like, well, here, I thought they said at the beginning there's a, a loneliness epidemic going on right now, but now they're saying to cut people out of your life, so won't that make you lonely? Well, Great guys, caveat there. here's the point. If you cut those people out of your life or you wean those people out of your life, you might spend a time, period, alone, or what feels alone, okay? Now, obviously, like, we reconnected, so we immediately had each other. Yeah. Okay? That's not always going to be the case. Right. Okay? So you might feel like you're alone at first, but if you continue to put your head down and work and really work to change your life and change who you are, new people will be brought into your life. And guess what? You're not going to feel lonely anymore. You're not going to feel scared, anxious, depressed, whatever, anymore. Like, I can guarantee it. 100% can guarantee it. So... You're going to have to go through a period of time where it does feel like you're alone. And you might feel a little lonely. Yep. But you have to understand the path that you're choosing to go on now and that it is so freaking worth it. It will be. It takes time. You have to be patient. You have to be consistent. You have to be disciplined. All these things. And if you continue to do those things each and every day, you will bring new people into your life that will help you level up. Then there's your new group. That new group introduces you to more people. So then you level up even more. And it's just a cyclical cycle i don't know if those two words work together not at all <laughs> it's it's cyclical and then you just continue going up to you know up to new levels yep so that's what we mean by this yes we are saying to cut people out of your life if they're not going to help progress you while we're like, also talking about the loneliness epidemic yeah. exactly yep. exactly they're not mutually exclusive things that we're talking about no here. yeah no 100%. not at all but you just you have to have an understanding when you first go on to this new path that you're wanting to go down like there's going to be some times where you feel alone. Yep. But and as you'll it's see, it's not going to last that long. Well, 100%. And as you'll see, it's not going to you're going to put bring the right people into your life. We're going exactly. to av- we're going to advocate for bringing those really close and correct people into your life. Absolutely. So we will advocate against the loneliness epidemic, of course, because right. of the fact that it will bring that. Um This is this is almost sorry to cut you off no, here, good. but this is almost like my Merry Monday here. I think this was number 99 was inputs equal outputs. Yeah. You know, what you are putting in to yourself is what you're going to get out of it. Or what you put in is what you get out, meaning the more you put into yourself, the better people you're going to attract to your life. Exactly what you just said. Beautiful. Yeah. Yes. And I, I, that's actually what I'm about to say builds on top of that perfectly. So you've been sold a bill of goods that says that life is just supposed to be free of tribulation and trial. And you've been lied to. 
because and a lot of that this is where I think a lot of the loneliness epidemic probably leads from or stems from I should say um, but especially in the US we're told life is supposed to be kind of a cakewalk and then we see again on social media we see the other people's lives and how awesome they are and whatnot and we assume that it took zero zero trials for that person to get to that point mm. and that's false on so many levels newsflash even if it takes three to five or plus years or 10 plus years or whatever you're going to have to go through shit to get out of that loneliness epidemic yeah. again what what does mark always say he says happiness is not the default yeah it right, isn't right right because you're not just going to wake up magically magically every day and just be like oh yeah i'm good right it's not a thing you gotta go out and earn that every single day 100 percent. and once you understand that concept that's when you really start to understand that it is possible to find those close friends it is possible to get out of that depression and anxiety loop mm -hmm. it is possible to better your life but you have to start with it understanding that you will have to go through tough times yeah. and trials Absolutely. along the way. And you have to be willing somebody, to do somebody, it alone. Uh, and you have to be willing to do it alone a lot yeah. for most people. Yeah. And the thing is, like, it might take a while. It might be harder for some people as well than other mm -hmm. people. Again, we don't want to compare struggles and whatnot. Sure. But, you know, this person might deal with that. This person might deal with that. One way or another, it's going to be a struggle. Hard is hard. Hard I mean, is hard. It really is. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Just, it, it's, it's like hot is hot. Or cold is cold. Yeah, same exactly. concept. Exactly. Same exact concept. One hundred percent. Like if if some, it feels cold to somebody, like if thirty degrees feels cold to somebody in Florida, but zero degrees feels cold to us here. Right. Same thing. Right. If your situation feels hard to you, and my situation feels hard to me, it's it's hard. Exactly. One exactly. way or another. Now, depending on who you have around you, and if you're close enough with these people or this group, they should be able to tell you or call you out on your bullshit if yeah. it's not actually that hard. Be like, hey, dude, kind of being a bitch, like. Wake up, yep. you know, Yeah. get back in the gym or get back on your diet or stop making excuses for this or, yep. you know, whatever. And eventually you you get, you'll get to our point where we're <laughs> we're like, yeah, I mean, I was just being soft. Oh, yeah. I was I was, I was just making up excuses or whatnot. Oh, if, we, if, if, if we have two hours where we missed a window where we should have done something, oh, something yeah, like that, yeah. like, yeah, we're, that, we're that at the point thing. where we know yeah. each other. We're going to call each other out. So yeah. it's just like, well, I got to call myself out here. Yes. Like, say, I'm going to save Gable the text and be like, yeah, dude, like, I messed up. Yeah, you know, I, like, I screwed up. Yeah, yeah. right. right. <laughs> and both of us have done that multiple times Absolutely. in the past three years. And that's a good freaking relationship yeah. right there. Yeah. That's what that looks like. Yep. You know, 100%. But I think the reason we're kind of dealing with the loneliness epidemic and guys, we're actually going to get into some numbers for you um, from an article that that um, you came across in a different podcast that yep. you heard. But uh, I, without reading the full article so far, I, I, I read through these numbers because that was really what we wanted to to use. But I think the biggest reason there is a loneliness epidemic is one, like you were saying earlier, how we see all these people on social media or just on the news or in movies that we just assume that they just got to the top without any work. Sunshine and rainbows. You know, and we're like, well, there's no way I could do that. So, like, why would there be any hope for me to make more money or have a cool house, have a great family, be jacked. drive cool cars, be jacked? You know, you just assume that people have great genetics when it comes to being jacked. Like, dude, that's that's just so far from the truth. So far from the truth. I don't truth. think that's either of us. Either, either like, Even dudes or girls that are on juice, like, you still got to put the work in. Mm -hmm. You still have to diet hard, you know? So all that kind of stuff, like, it, it, it's not just handed to you. Yep. Do some people have some better genetic things than other people? Sure. Yes. Of course. 
that is definitely there's definitely fact to that. But someone that's jacked with six pack abs or whatever doesn't mean that they were just born that way, you know. So I think that's one. Seeing all these people, I think two is because people give up on their self improvement journeys or paths or whatever. I think they give up too early. Yep. You know, they might be literally the next day they might meet someone that helps them level up or helps you know, wants to join them on a journey or something like that, you know, or it could be the next week or the next month. You never know. That's why you just have to go one more day on those days. I got about two hours of sleep the night before we're recording this. I still woke up, still got to the gym, still made all my food for today and tomorrow because I already have my whole day planned out for tomorrow, you know? So like, yeah, I'm tired as hell right now, <laughs> but I still got things I got to do. Yep. I still have a workout I have to do. I still have a diet I have to stick to. It's not, it's not an excuse. You know, it's not an excuse. So I think people give up too early on those paths, and that's why we see these numbers that we're about to talk about here. They are so high that I, I don't think most people are going to be able to understand how high these numbers are, yep. how surprising it is. But I, th I think those are the two main factors there, seeing all these people that we perceive to be above us and giving up too early. Love it. That's, yeah. that's perfect. You know what's weird about I, I want to comment on the the giving up too early thing. Recently, I've seen a lot of, or at least, and even heard a couple personal things where some people came up to me and it's like, man, I'm a year in. I'm, I kind of lost it for the last few weeks. I'm just not about it right now. That's another thing too. There is there is a little bit of a layover at some point in time when you get into a certain self improvement journey too. Mm. So there is a, a part there. Now again. Like you just mentioned, not everybody will get there because they'll quit three months in. Yeah, exactly. Or even two months in or th one month in or whatever. Right. But that's a big thing, too. There will be, you know, it's not just you're going to ride a high when you start the per the self-improvement journey. You might at first, though. You, you might. That's, you could at yeah, first. Right. And you and you might even for six months. Sure. You know, some people might ride. Again, like, that's like the newbie gains with fitness. Yeah, Those happen within the first six months or yes. so. That's the right motivated about. period. Exactly. And that's what we've talked about with discipline is when you have to understand that there will be, even if you ride a high for six months, like let's hope it lasts for six months, right? To mm -hmm. start off, you're going to have to understand there is a layover. Yeah. One way or another, there's going to be layover days and busier days where you, you know, you're not going to have as much time to do stuff, but you're still going to have to set that habit to have it in there. And you got to prioritize well. it, you yeah. know, 100%. If, if you're finding yourself anxious throughout the day because you feel like you're not going to have enough time, you need to prioritize it a little bit better. You know, just because maybe there's a day where you really can't get to the gym, that doesn't mean you can't go for a 20-minute walk, 30-minute walk, yep. quick run. Yep. It doesn't mean you can't do that. doesn't mean you 100%. couldn't at least eat your lunch outside yep. and get some sunlight doesn't, at a minimum. It doesn't mean you can't edit half of a video. Uh, yeah, right. Instead of a full video, you only yeah, have time to edit right. half of it, edit half of it. There's, dude, that's actually, mm, I'm really glad you just brought that up. There have definitely been times where I'm like, man, like, I've only got 30 minutes right now. And then it's midnight or I've only got 30 yeah. minutes and then yep. I've got clients coming in. Like, I can't make a whole video right now. Like, I'll, I won't get it done. Well, why don't I just start on it now? And then when I get home tonight, I'm already halfway done with this video. Yep. So then I'm not up as late. And it's like, OK, yeah, let me knock this out real quick. So that's actually a really good point, because that's literally something I run into yeah. weekly, actually yep. weekly. Yeah, you got You got a project that's due in the next week or so. I, mean, I don't have time to start right now. I only have 30 minutes, like you said. Starting that first slide of the project. Yeah. You know, starting the first, you know, Excel part of the sheet or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you could whatever. gather gather your articles or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. When I'm prepping for those videos I'm talking about, like, I'll make my files on my drive. 
I'll download the clips and I'll put them in the files yeah, and then I'll be done. Those, like, okay. those are organized. After you show me those, like that's <laughs> that's but that's what it's all about, right? That's there. it. That is. That is that's a that perfect is what example. It's all about. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. People ask, like, dude, how do you stay so consistent three times a week, four times a week for so long? It's like, I guess they're organized. Got the got the folder. You know what I mean? You got the folders, but yep. you just you have to have a plan. You got to be organized. And these are yeah, th- these are things I talk to you about. But staying on topic here, getting into these numbers a bit here, Mitch. Where where is this article from again? socialself.com okay socialself.com and i believe this but is the from statistics are from other companies yes. other sources yeah, yeah and we'll, we'll link the article guys so you can Definitely. go and actually check where the statistics come from for sure because they for are sure. do, they do come from actual sources and actual research studies right right yeah so guys, um, we also will reference, by the way, a, a Psychology Today article, or at least I, I definitely will say something about that, and um, I'll probably have that linked as well in the article if you want to check on that. But this social self one is the main chunk of what we want to talk about today. So let's go over three quick numbers, guys. One says in 2021, 58% of Americans feel lonely or say they were lonely during that time. 58%. That's from Cigna, the medical company. Yeah. Yeah. That's where those numbers come from. Yeah. So that's extremely high. That's, I mean, right that's, off the bat, we get smacked in the face with a very high number. It's like what? Probably 160 million? Right about. 170 million? Maybe even more than like that. that. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's insane. Yeah. Then we go 21% say they have no close friends. Zero close friends. Yeah. At all. Nobody they can go to. Nobody right. they can talk to. Right. Which obviously that one. So when I did read that one, that's a little bit subjective, um, or is it objective? I always confuse the two. Well, opinion, opinion. Yeah, yeah. So it's subjective. Yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. a little bit subjective because what is considered a close friend? You right. know, like what's the criteria for a close friend? Like I know, like yeah. I know yeah. what a close friend means. Right, but right. for the study, that was the one I was just like, like okay, like that's not good. First of all, it's not good. The way the way I think about it though is that if they're answering that they have no close friends, right. they have. They have they're so far from having a real friend at all that yeah. like if they're saying that mm-hmm. they're in a bad spot. Definitely. Definitely. That's twenty one percent of the population. Yeah. So how many have one or two and that's it? And they might see them. They might be in another state. Sure. Or they might never see them. Yeah. They only see them every month or every two months or something like that mm-hmm. because they're married. They have stuff going on. Whatever. There are two other pieces I think in this article that are notable to your guys' conversation. Yeah. Go ahead and toss those in. Um, one of an, it's another Cigna. Um, statistics 77 percent of adults with poor or fair physical health are lonely compared to 50 percent of adults with excellent or good physical health or very good physical health so those who are so 27 percent decrease yeah. yes which is yep. significant yeah yep. still 50 percent though I, i'm a little surprised by that which is crazy too, yes yeah. Yeah. yeah and then this applies directly to us and most of our listener base um, loneliness in Gen Z, so that's 1997 to 2012, I believe. Mm-hmm. Gen Z, this is a, another Cigna statistic. It is a little bit stale. It's from 2018, but Gen Z is the loneliest generation, so more than millennials, more than mm. boomers, more yeah. than et cetera, I we, et cetera. Um, I think it was it was from YouGov from 2019, so again, a little stale, but 65% of Gen Z said they were lonely. I think we probably know why that's, you know, why that's happening. Probably be social media, 100%. because these these kids, and I really and obviously we're especially you and I, Gable, but really we're on the front end of that Gen Z where, and we've talked about this where we had a really good mix of like a lot of sports, a lot of outside time, a lot of playing with yeah. friends, playing outside, growing up, 
we're, we're, little bit we're of, also in Missouri. A little bit of technology you know? mixed in, you know, a little bit of iPads and TVs, stuff like that, video games. Um, but we weren't full-blown like these kids right now yeah. that are, baby's crying, here's an iPad. Yep. You know? Complete, baby, completely overwhelmed by the technology around us. Baby's yeah. crying, here's Netflix. You know? So I think that's a big part of the reason why they feel lonely is because their whole life, they're just sitting there on their phones. And and I, I'm not sure if I've mentioned this on the podcast or not before, but, you know, a lot of the, the clients that I have are like young high school and middle school ages. And some of them physically have issues with rounded shoulders because they are literally sitting on controllers and phones all day long, Mr. even upper in school. Cross. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Upper cross syndrome. And so it's literally having a physical effect on these kids, too. It's not even just a mental effect to where they feel like they can't make friends or, you know, and, and the reason they feel like they can't make friends is because they don't know how to hold conversations. I've talked about yep. this as well, that these kids don't know how to hold conversations. They don't know how to look you in the eye. They don't know how to shake your hand. They don't know how to be engaged in a conversation that you're trying to have with them. Yep. And that's exactly why. They don't know how to do that with each other, so they don't know how to make friends. It's crazy. I was talking to a grandpa of a... One of our kids that is at the facility, and um, I've met him twice now, and he's a he's an awesome guy. He the first time we met, he showed just the craziest genuine interest in what we're doing here, and just about me personally. But then I told him about us, and he was just super super interested in it, which was so awesome. But I saw him again um, a couple days later, and uh, um, he's actually a world worldwide speaker too, mostly in the financial um, side of things. Very so nice. Because yeah. when he said that, I'm like. Who have you talked with? No, right. still, still though, even oh, yeah, in the financial space, very intelligent. Yeah, yeah, person. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, we were talking about this exact thing: how these younger kids don't know how to hold conversations, and they are so like they're living through their phones, and so that's why depression rates are so high. And then you add things like COVID, where every everyone is isolated, so that just increased it all. You know, mm. so that's obviously why some of these numbers, you know, in twenty twenty one, obviously, like that was COVID, fifty eight percent of people felt lonely. Well, yeah. We were all trapped inside. Well, not not to mention depression, anxiety, domestic abuse, yeah. uh, drug abuse, suicide. Su- yeah, suicide all, all increases. All skyrocketed yeah. during COVID. Exactly. Exactly. Now, that can go into more of a breaking news topic on how that was all intentional. It, it can. was a yeah. pandemic, not a pandemic. That's a good point. The cost of loneliness is very high. You know, drug abuse shoots up mm-hmm. and everything else you said, I mean, you have heart disease, anxiety, mm-hmm. a whole bunch Alcoholism. of other yeah. physical yeah issues stem yeah. from loneliness they as actually, well. They actually say if I'm if I'm correct on this, they do say that loneliness is very similar damage wise to what cigarettes do to your body because it, it's that harmful to your body when it comes to heart disease and all that other stuff well, that comes I mean, along with it. You're not stimulating anything. Yeah. Yeah, you well, know? I mean, and think about how much cortisol release you have going on exactly. when it comes to like, loneliness and you're like you're stressed about things 24/7. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, that that is terrifying. And you know the thing is though I hear us talking about this and a good portion, I mean, a good portion of this is those that are listening that aren't parents yet or are our parents now. This does fall on us that are listening to this to change that narrative. Absolutely. To switch that narrative around. Those of you that are coming up, even those of you that have kids in high school that might be mm-hmm. listening to this and whatnot, if you see that and that's going on, you do have a part to play on that. You have a massive you have part a to play. a huge yeah. part to play on that as a parent. Right. Because, I mean, honestly, these kids' development, it, kids' development comes like, 80 to 85 plus percent is the parents. Yeah. So Absolutely. if if we're seeing them all on their phones, it means we're enabling that. Mm-hmm. It means we're showing that same example. 
Yes. If you're around, if you're on your phone the entire time that you're around your kid, what are they going to do? Right. If you're not physically active, what are they going to do? Right. They're going to do the exact same thing. Exactly. And that's what we can't do. Monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> I. But it's it's true. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean literally. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Our last uh, statistic, guys, I wanted to say too, um, and this is this is kind of an interesting one to me is is fifty three percent say it's difficult to make friends because they're shy. And Mitch, can you let us know where that is from as well? Well, and I think like that specific one goes into exactly what I was just talking about. Mm-hmm. They they think they're shy when in reality they just don't know how to interact with people. There you go. So they're scared to, which makes leads them to yep. think they're shy when they just haven't even tried. Yep. You know. I mean, a, dude, dude, a great example actually personally with us two is you're like. You're you're the exact example of just go up to somebody and talk to them. That, that that's the exact example of why I I love working with you and and all that stuff because I learn a lot from you when it comes to the social mm. game of stuff. Yeah, because I've I've learned to just kind of go up and say hi. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like I, you just you kind of have to. And I won't go into the whole story, but like that all comes from that big baseball trip. It I does. Had. It, it does. Really, really does. Um, like, and I mean, I probably would not. Probably three years ago, before we reconnected, I probably would not have stayed in line to meet Andy. That day at that mm. barbecue. Yeah. But instead, I just like... Especially because I had to leave the line. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, exactly. So it was just me, and I ended up just joking with them. And they right. mentioned shaking, shaking their hands right. and got, getting a picture and whatnot, and everything was good. Absolutely. And probably three three years ago plus past that, it, I don't think I would have done that. Yeah. And so you're right. It Honestly, when it comes to being shy, like you said, it's almost like a skill from what I've seen from you. Because like it seems like that baseball, that, that whole baseball actually like scout camp honed the skill of just going up to people absolutely you, just ha- you have to do it it's it's like anything yeah. else you have to do it because if you don't practice talking to people and going up to people that you might be nervous to meet you're not going to get better at it exactly I mean, you're, you're going to be uh, shaking in your boots right like this right. you do it and and of course i was nervous to do that i mean oh yeah here i am at the freaking mlb winter meetings you know if and in my mind i'm like okay if i really want to get into scouting like i have to meet these people yep. i have to connect with them i have to get information i have to get advice Blah, blah, blah. If I really want to be a content creator, I got to make content. I got to learn how to make better content now. I have to step up my content each and every week. I have to find new ways to be better. You know, so, and if we really want to grow a podcast, if we really want to grow a business, we got to be better each and every week. We got to find new ways to do all these things. So you just have to do it. Yeah. As crazy as it is, like, you just, you got to go up and talk to people. You have to go meet people. You have to figure out your way of interacting with people too. You're you're going to have to forge yourself self through the fire. You're going to have to Absolutely. forge yourself through the fire. Like it, it is what it is because I I mean to this day I was still nervous as shit to meet Ian too whenever we went up mm. to talk to him at the S2 barbecue. But again, I mean, how much of an impact has he made on us too? Yeah, absolutely. Just off of social media. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm like why wouldn't I do that? Yeah. I mean, the truth is like if you want to make good friends, you have to talk to people. Right. You you have to. There, there's nothing else to it. There's no yeah. there's no pill the pharmaceutical industry is going to sell you that'll make you all of a sudden a social person. Right. Plus, like, why would you want that anyway? Let's just say that was a real thing. Uh, why would you, you want, want that anyway? It's going to have 80 side effects like every well, other commercial does too. Not only that, yeah. but, like, you're not actually learning any no. skills. It's like, it's, like, actually, it's, it's like Neuralink. Well, it's, like, concept, it's so. like if you take a fat person... And you just suck all the fat out of them. Or you hand them you still have the fat person mentally. They still have those bad habits. They still will be fat in their mind. They still will go for the the chips or the the bad food, or they won't work out. 
That's why it takes the process of going through self-improvement or if you need better habits, something like 75 hard. If you need more discipline in your life, again, something like 75 hard will do that. If there was just a, a surgery or a pill, it's not teaching you anything. You know, it's not teaching you anything. So, and what what I've told you and what I continue to tell myself, when I'm going to meet someone like an Ian Smith or Andy Frisella, um, or any of those baseball people, or, you know, even Jeff Lavecchio, he's one, the first time I met him, find something that makes it known immediately that you're not just a fan or that you're not just trying to get an autograph or get a picture or something like that. You can get that stuff at any time. Okay, you can right. get that eventually if it's really needed. What really matters is the connection with that person. You know, are we best friends with Ian Smith now because we've shook his hand? No. No. No, no, no. Yeah. But we planted the seeds because, and we joke about this, but it actually is an advantage for us because we have the same name. So what does everyone say? Oh, the Jacobs, you know? Or, or Ian goes, you're both named Jacob. Well, that's easy to remember. Norm- uh, I, I he, he literally goes. I can't believe you said that because now it's pissed me off again. <laughs> but it, but, but it's it's I know, honestly yeah I know you're going we, we always look at it as something stupid but honestly I think we could use it to our advantage yes because Ian yeah. literally goes oh that's weird because normally I used to have, I usually have to say people's names multiple times in the conversation to remember it you guys have the same name like that's easy to remember yep so anytime from here on out that we meet him hey remember us we're the Jacobs when we met Evan Elder who's fighting in the UFC now Stud. he goes hey I want a picture with the Jacobs so give something anything that immediately makes it known that you're not just another person that wants to meet him, but makes it known that you want a connection with them. When I met Tony LaRusso at that winter meetings, I told him I was from St. Louis. Who's, who's that? Told him, told him I was out there. <laughs> when I met Ryan Howard, for those of you that maybe don't know who Ryan Howard is, he was Stunned. a big-time slugger for the Phillies for a long time, and he went to Lafayette High School. That's our arch rival. So when I met him, I said, hey, I went to Eureka. We're actually rivals. He slaps me on the chest, gives me a big laugh, and says, get out of here. You know, so immediately, yep. I'm not, I give them a reason to remember me. Yeah. That's the, that's the point I'm trying to make here. You know, give them a reason to remember you. So the reason you feel shy is because you don't do that. You don't just go up to people and just stick your hand out, shake their hand, tell them your name, and then start a conversation. You know, that's what you have to do. That's beautiful. Yeah, that was perfect, dude. That's what I got. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I got for that. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's perfect. Yeah, that was heat. That was a great way to lead us off into into Mister Q and A. Yeah. So, guys, at the at the end of all of our episodes, Money Mitch here, our wonderful producer, will ask us a Q and A question. Hey, man, I, I, I love that stuck. I love that. It, I dude. love hyping you up. Oh, the Money Mitch. Yeah, that's all. Will. That's all, Mister. Hey, Will I'll call you Money Mitch. <laughs> The deepest voice. You could put a voice changer on it and still like won't be comparable to him. Like it's nuts. Will Will is a just a beast. He's also just an amazing human being. He's also yeah. Yeah, He's also just a stud. But anyway, Mitch will ask us a Q and A question that is submitted by you guys, the listeners or the viewers. What up, YouTube? You guys can submit those to us. Um, Instagram would definitely be the best way. Either DM them to us on Instagram Mm -hmm. or click the email button on our profile, and then you can email us the questions. Or you can leave them on the uh, YouTube comments. I was, I was going to say, yep. yeah. YouTube yep. comments as well as an option. Yep. Go ahead. What are ways to commit to each other? So that kind of stems from the loneliness conversation. So how can we support those who support you? What are ways that we can commit to supporting each other? Mm. That's a good question, actually. Um, yeah. 
I'll go real quick here, just because there's there's two that immediately come into my mind. Uh, first, if it's someone that sells products, if it's something that you can use and you will use and you'll be happy to use, like buy their products. Yep. You know, um, a good example for me, I like I mentioned earlier, we went to Omen for the first time. I'm not a massive coffee drinker. However, I I think Mark is an awesome dude, and I think what he is building is awesome. I love their podcast, him and Jeff's podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'll support them by promoting all of that. I'll go to Omen. I'll just hang out there. I Like, we're going to go back, and I can't wait to just bring our computers and just sit down and get work done and, and hang out there, you know? Yeah. It's a good place. Even if I don't necessarily buy anything, and I know he would agree with me, he just wants people in there because he knows I'll put it on my story. He knows I'll talk about it to people. He knows I'll talk about it on our own podcast, you know? Yep. So it's it's promotion, talking to people, buying their products if it's something you're going to use, buying apparel yeah. if it's high quality and it looks good, just like the untapped apparel that's coming out June 9th. Uh, June 9th. What up? What up? Man, Announcement. What up? <laughs> <laughs> um, ever ever heard of untapped? You know, exactly, no big deal. <laughs> exactly. So it's uh, it's just it's promotion and it's spending money on it if it's yeah. something that you're going to use and something you'd be proud to, so proud to fi- show off. Physically supporting the person. For sure. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Through material yeah. stuff. I like that. Yeah. I really like that. Um, my my first thought that came to mind was that friendship is conditional. Um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Mm-hmm. I mean that it is, it is a two-way street. Mm-hmm. That both of you have to be putting work into the relationship. Friendship, um, even in a dating relationship or a marriage, you have to put work in both of you. It cannot just be that one person's putting in 85%, the other person's putting in 15 Definitely. Or 90-10 or whatever. Whatever percentage you want to pick. It cannot be that way. So a good example of that is Wurtz and I's friendship. And, you know, it's easy example for us. Mm-hmm. But like I mentioned, his social skills are very strong. Extremely strong. Mm-hmm. And I can benefit off of that. Now, how can I help benefit him as well? Mm-hmm. Well... When we reconnected, right away, we started working out together. Immediately. I then passed on that knowledge to him right away. Mm -hmm. That fitness Mm -hmm. knowledge and gave him all that. Yeah. Without even asking a question at all. Right. Because I saw the value he brought to the friendship as well. Mm. Not to mention, we also just giggle our ass off the entire time we're together. You know, that helps as well. Literally, though. Yeah. So we're both funny. So that we that's also two way street. Hilarious. Yeah. Objectively, guys, it's we been, are. It's filming, been measured. We will be filming another gym vlog here very very soon. Yes, we will. Yeah, yeah. I'm super excited. Those are so fun, wait. dude. Cannot wait. Those are awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was that was great. I can't believe you asked me where I got my trend from. By the way, for those who haven't watched the video yet, Wurtz asked me where I got my damn trend from. So he exposed me for steroid use, which <sighs> I'm not natty. It's but, a, <laughs> Man, I, I, w- I kind of wish, but, yeah. you know, sometimes <laughs> here and there. But, guys, that's that's kind of where I wanted to go with Just this. Just clarify, is, he is natty. I, I am. <laughs> yeah. I would I would hope I'm natty with the way I look. Exactly. in my opinion, I do not look like I'm on steroids. But, yeah, I'd be roasting you if you were. No, <laughs> as you should. Again, right. honest friendship. Yeah, like, like we talked about. Goes right along with the stuff. <laughs> honest friendship. If I look like shit on steroids, you would tell me. <laughs> um, what's it called, guys? So, friendship is a conditional relationship, but that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. That is, love can be conditional. I think, I don't know if anybody's ever told you that, but it can be, and it can still be a very good thing. Yeah. Whether, again, dating relationship, you guys both provide something. You mm-hmm. can't just sit on the couch and expect somebody to love you and date you because of that reason. Yeah. It's not going to happen. And there's obviously parameters to saying that, especially within a romantic relationship, because it can be like, 
hey, I brought home the groceries, so you have to do the laundry. <laughs> yeah, it should like, be transactional. That's tra- not what he's Should saying. be transactional. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, transactional. Should exactly. not be transactional. That's a really, Absolutely really not. good point. Yeah. Um, and I think that actually goes into kind of what we talked about at the beginning of this episode is if you're starting to realize that your friendships are not conditional and they're not those other people aren't bringing you value like you want them to, mm-hmm. either one of two things is happening or needs to happen. One, you need to look in the mirror and be like, okay, well, am I bringing them value? Or two, if they're not bringing you value, it's time to say goodbye to them. You know? Yep. Again, sometimes very, very hard to do. On point, though. Easier said than done. But the point remains. Very much so. Mitch, I'm curious. Do you, you have anything to add to that? In terms of how we can support each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Besides um, uh, sharing the Untapped podcast to your well, Instagram stories. That would be course. awesome. That'd yes. be phenomenal, guys. Exactly. Because we'll bring you guys value the absolute yeah, exactly. two way street. Right. And right. buying the merchandise <laughs> coming out on June 9th, 2023. Bingo. Wow. I can't believe we dropped the date. Bingo. That's I dro- crazy. I dropped the date, man. That's crazy, I dude. Date, man. Hey, at this point, by the time this is released, that's true. It'll release Monday. Yeah, that's we'll, a good point. We'll have our, our uh, first initial you, announcement. You make, you make a good point. Yeah. I'll give it to you. Yeah. yeah. No. I'd say <laughs> building community. So this is going to be good. Finding ways that you can. Um, not just, you know, a very narrow relationship. You know, you guys do one thing together. Mm-hmm. It is an all-encompassing relationship, meaning you support them 360 degrees, right? Um, you support them in their fitness journey. You support them in their religious journey. You support them in their financial journey. It's not just a very narrow path. Mm-hmm. Um and I struggled with that. Like I had a lot of only school friends, right? Mm. And there's nothing outside of school. You don't interact out of school. Right. I'd say that's probably the best way is, is you can support each other. You, you know, it's not only your gym friend. It is your friend. Yeah. And you support them outside of the gym in whatever endeavors yeah. they're engaging yeah. in. So you're saying get to know people. Yeah. More than just 100%. where you've met them. Correct. Is basically yeah. what you're saying there. Yeah. yeah. 360 I, all the way around. I think that's great. I think that's a really uh really good point. Um, because you never know what people might be up to outside mm-hmm. of the gym or outside of school or outside of work, you know? And um if you have that good of a relationship with them at work in the gym, at school, who knows what it could be. You're turn limiting into. yourself exactly. in that friendship. Exactly. Yep. That's yep. exactly right right there. What's yeah. what what's been going on today, bro, is like a good question. Like yeah. You know, what's been going on lately? Yeah. What you doing you know, after the gym? Yeah. You know, it, it, whatever. It's it's so simple. Yeah. It is. It really is. Simple. It's not gay or something. It's not fruity <laughs> to ask that. Like, it, like, it's not. Well, I think that's what stops a lot of people from yes. asking those right, questions. Right, right, right. Especially dudes. You yeah. want to go get food? Like, that's not a weird thing to right. ask. No, like, I don't think yeah. so either. Yeah. I really yeah. don't. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and again, not every, you, you won't have 25 in-depth super close friends or something like that no no and you don't need to either right because that just dilutes you'll, it all. you'll likely have three to five a lot yeah. of times like super close friends but then you also have friends that you know what's going on in their life mm-hmm. and you're still good friends with them absolutely it's just that you're not like that close to them but that is, that's not a bad thing doesn't not mean you can't support those friends as well exactly. and be good to those people that's exactly that, right. i mean if we use that same logic that means we can't support the guys at men's night because there's too many of them you're right right or unless you're an asshole you shouldn't think that way exactly like real talk right yeah right no 100 guys we uh we brought a lot of good value to you in this episode. This was a really, really good one. This is also a really important one um, because we, we got to start getting people just back in person, um, get people becoming more real again. And, and again, this is none of this was a knock on social media either because when used correctly, social media can be potentially the best tool we've ever had mm-hmm. because it can present potentially 
the most opportunities to you than anything else in today's world, yep. in today's society. They give you access to 10,000 people at the touch Un- of a button. Unlimited amounts of people. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when used correctly, like it can be a massive, massive, massive tool. So use it correctly. Figure out what that means for you. Whatever your niche is, use it for that. You know, so... Um, but anyway, we got to get people just being a little bit more real, using tools correctly for the right things, and uh, and connecting with more and more people that align with your values, your morals, you yeah. know, um, and supporting people and companies that also align with your morals, absolutely your values. You know, that's what's really important, and that's how we fix all the stuff that's going on in the world too. But guys, please, please do us a favor and share this to your Instagram stories. Share this with other people, your friends and your family. Text them the link. Um, put it up on your stories. Tell people we're on YouTube. Screenshot the YouTube just like our buddy Sam did. Um, do all these things because it helps Boy us God. grow. It helps us get our messages out more and more, and it just helps get more ears, eyes and ears on us. And um, and we're really trying to do something special here, and we can't do that without your guys' support. So there we go. That's how you can support us right there. And like we said, guys, it's if you guys got value out of this, yeah. which we, unless you, uh, if you're just sitting there kind of like, loosely listening then what's the point anyways yeah you should i we want you guys engaged if you guys are engaged with these episodes share them and if you need to split it up because i know we're pushing an hour now so like if you need to split it up i'll listen to 15 minutes in the car 15 minutes here 15 yeah. minutes there it's it's a simple way to do it yeah 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 there's no doubt so guys please help us out and do those things for us until next time peace and love thank you guys